Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. MVP Ginger. Hi. 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 <laughs> 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 CM Kim. I'm out here right now. This is National Treasure, too. I just called in just in case anybody had any treasure questions. MP Tasha. Okay. MP Cynthia. Uh, this is she. Oh, hi. Hello. Good evening, ladies. I'm Sharika. I'm Sharika. Hi. Hey. So we're just waiting for MP Tan from MP Chanel. MP Tarisia. Hi. 
Hey, I'm muted NEA just to let you know, okay? Okay. Thank you. Those persons that were accountable for not being on the call are NPO and MVP Delta. You said who? NPO and MVP Delta. You said were not accountable? They were accountable for not being on the call. Okay. Um, I will get the um I will get the um Roll call from you when you okay. send the, the minutes. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, I miss y'all voices. Oh, okay. We're going to go ahead and pray so we can start. Dear God, we thank and praise you for this time. I thank you for those that are on the call. God, I even thank you for the ones that desire to be on the call but could not. God, I ask you to continue to bless the organization as a whole, oh God. Bless every single member, oh God. Bless her family, oh God. Bless everything that she's attached to, oh God, just because she's attached to it. God, continue to bless their faith, their finances, their future, oh God. God, continue to bless the rosebuds of this organization, oh God, that they will grow up to be women after your own heart, oh God. God, continue to have them make their parents proud, oh God. God, continue to put their heads of protection around them, oh God. God, continue to bless the leaders of this organization, oh God, I ask you to continue to give them the strength and the courage and the endurance, oh God, to continue to do your will, oh God. Not what we think we should do, but what you think we should do, oh God. Bless this meeting. I ask that everything that we say and do be pleasing unto your sight, oh God. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Okay. Um, as always, I want to thank you all for everything that you do that I see that I don't see. Um, it does not go unappreciated, unnoticed. Um, some things get back to me that you all do that you don't think I know about, and I don't say anything, so thank you for those things as well. Um, I appreciate your your sacrifice and your spouses as well. For those that are married, um, please give my love and appreciation to them as well. It is much appreciated. So we're going to dive right into this. First thing I'm going to talk about is National Conference. We have chosen a site for National Conference. and Well, not a site. I'm sorry. Let me back up. We have chosen a city for National Conference. Um, we plan to go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I wanted to keep it in North Carolina because, as you all know, the Delta chapter was um, up next to host the conference. However, Nationals is doing it this year, so I still want to keep it in line with where we're going to make sure that people have the opportunity to not say that, oh, conference is too far, can't get to it, all that good stuff. So Charlotte is a beautiful place if you've never been. Um, my cousin is an event planner. She is there. Um, and NEA's daughter, Maria, is there. It's crazy because my cousin also planned Maria's wedding, so um, we have eyes there and ears, so we're going to find out what hotels, what attractions we all, we always know that we're going we're gonna to eat good. Charlotte has plenty to eat, and I know they have plenty of shopping, but I want to know if there's anything else outside of that. I believe it is because my cousin's always getting into something with the boys, but I want to make sure that it's age-appropriate for us. 
as well. So we're going to find out where we can go, where we can fit in, um, and what we can do because at the same time we want to make sure that we're able to love on one another and grow closer. That's what this, you know, these conferences are for. It's not just to go and eat and have fun, but to make sure that we grow together as well. So um, we have a timeline that we're going to follow, and we're going to stick to it. We're going to make sure that everything's done in decency and order. So right now, the Nationals is coming up with a theme and scripture. So I will, um, hopefully, I will be able to announce that within the month. Um, I gave them homework when we met. So we'll see what we can come up with. And, you know, I'm still praying and seeking God, too, as well, what our theme would be for the conference. I don't um I don't know if I had I think I wrote some down before but I don't know if I actually um put it in this notebook if I just wrote it on a random piece of paper or whatnot. So that's what we're working on for national conference. UCCFS was amazing. Um though we were small in number within AET and then small in number within the entire UCCFS we had a very good time. Um, God was well pleased. We made sure we worshiped. We ate. We even got some rest. Well, some people got more rest than others, but I'm not going to say their names. <clears throat> we had a very nice time. And um, it was hot, so here it's cold to me anyway. But we had a very good time. We had some um, conversations with some major leaders within the, um, I guess, churches within that area. I think there's a bishop or what, I can't remember exactly what region or how they do this, but um, we were able to sit under him for a minute and, you know, learn a couple of things as it pertains to leadership as a whole, not just the sorority and fraternity aspect of it. So that was a blessing. And then we were able to sit down, myself, NEA, National Liaison, and the National um, Incoming Vice President, we were able to sit down and talk to the chairman about our issues as it relates to UCCFS. So we got some clarity on that. Um, feel a lot better about moving forward with them. Um, we were able to meet some new people and um, make some new connections as well. I was um, telling my national board that we have to make sure that our members are in their word because there's, you know, a lot that are reposting stuff and you can, you know, post the scripture because all you do is copy and paste that. But are you actually getting it in you? Are you actually applying it? Because just to sit and talk to those young people, the word dripped off of them, some of them, literally. Um one of them, I can't remember what his name was, but he was in A&Q from Florida. And when he spoke, it was just like everything that flowed from his mouth. Not that he was so, you know, deep that you didn't want to talk to him, but you can tell he was filled with the Spirit of God, and it was amazing. So we want to make sure that our members have that same impact on others when they're around them and they're just not, um, quote, unquote, intimidated by what they see, but, you know, they get a feeling that God has been with us. 
So that was good. Um, everything went well. Some things came up last minute that they're always throwing at people, but, you know, Alpha Ladies adjust well. So we did what we had to do. We had too many um, agapes and not enough um, AEs. <laughs> <laughs> and that we cannot travel like that ever again because Visionary was the only AE there. Everybody else was an agape. So one time they left me hanging. They swear they didn't. They was like, Visionary, no, we said something. I was like, no, y'all didn't. Y'all didn't say nothing. So when they did the roll call, I was just sitting there by myself. So other than that, conference was amazing. That was the only thing that happened wrong. So they just left me hanging. Talking about, woo, clapping. No, you're supposed to do the call right there. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we had a really good time. Um, we we did, and his name was Judah. No, it's not Judah. It's a tall one that came with Judah. What's his name? Samuel. Samuel, yes. Samuel. The one with the locks? No, not Judah. Judah is crazy. Judah said, yeah, he is. did A.T. Okay. come in like a, a mighty rushing wind? Yeah, that he boy. He, yeah. He's silly, not Judah. Even though he got some word in him, too. Him and E.A. kept going back and forth. But um no Samuel, that's his name. Okay. Samuel okay. Is, um full of the word. Oh my gosh. It was a yeah. pleasure to meet all of them. Okay. <clears throat> but um yes, they left me hanging. So no more will I ever travel with a whole bunch of agapes. Um they held it down though, so when I get to post the roll call video that I have, because I think I'm the only one that captured the entire roll call. So I'll post it via our YouTube as soon as you know, and pros trying to walk me through logging on to our YouTube for my phone and all that good stuff. But once I get that done, y'all can see it. But them jokers, they left me hanging that one time, and that was that was the only time at conference where I was mad at them. And you know, I didn't talk to them for like two minutes, but it was everything was fine. We had a good time. Um, I believe we learned a lot. Um, we took a lot of notes <clears throat> in Peoria. She went down there as. You know, Dr. MP, whatever y'all want to call her. And she came back as um, preacher, minister, evangelist. Yes, 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 Lord. Um, yes, Lord. She she preached. Uh, I really enjoyed that, the apple and orange analogy. Um, I'm actually going to request that she do that at our conference. Um, if she on the phone, then she heard it. If not, somebody email her. She, she's on. Um, <laughs> she is but, on. yeah, we... We actually need that um, at our own conference. And I, I actually recorded the entire session, but I don't want to share it because I want you all to experience that face-to-face. You have to be there to actually – I mean, I, I look at it on my phone. Sorry, I'm being selfish. It's okay. But um, I would actually like for you all to experience that, for our members to experience that <clears throat> actually up close and personal because she actually taught as well as preach, so God was pleased. I'm well. I'm well sure of that. So um, outside of that, conference was good. You know, trying to figure out where to eat. I learned that you know one of my members is. Um, I didn't think anybody could get bougier than me. I learned that one of my members is bougier than me. She was like getting on the bus. No, I'm not doing that. I said absolutely, we're not getting on the bus. So we didn't get on the bus. So that was you know that was the highlight of our trip. Not getting on the bus. We had a limo service. That big old shuttle that took us from the airport to the um, hotel. That was our limo. So we had a good time. Um, the prayers that everybody else will be able to, you know, I know not everybody, but 
majority of you all will be able to come when we do it in 2017. Um, don't know where we're going yet. We threw some places around, but um, that is our prayer. Um, expansion, National Rush. We have a couple of lines that are forming right now. Um, the only one I really know about is Iota because that's the only one that I really had to approve last. I cannot tell you the other chapters. Um, NEA would be best to tell you that. Um, but they haven't started yet, so it's not really no need to, I guess, to even announce that. But just know that we have, um, before National Rush, we still have intake going on. Um, I gather that from now until intake is probably going to be a 365 thing. Um, why do I say that? Because we're getting more chapters, so everybody's schedule is not the same. And because you have more chapters, it's going to feel like intake is happening every month of the year. And that's great. That's awesome. Um, although I'm not so much interested in the quantity as I am the quality, um, right now you know you have the 20 80% thing. You've got all these members and they were 20% working. Um, you got chapters with, you know, double digits and maybe five, five to six people actually doing the work. So maybe the more people we get, maybe the less strain it will be on our presidents and vice presidents. So um, I'm excited nonetheless about who God's going to bring um, through the IOTA chapter. So y'all keep them in prayer. Um, the other chapters, when that time comes, I'll make sure that I announce it, but they're still in the preliminary, so um, no need to worry at this particular junction. But IOTA is actually in the submitting of the funds process. That's, that's where they are in their intake process. <clears throat> um, I know some of you like to travel and like to know when the ceremonies are. Um, I will leave that up to IOTA as far as when they announce either when and where their sessions are and when and where their ceremonies are. Some deans like to keep their lines closed as far as the sessions are concerned. Um, some don't, so I don't have any control over that. I could, but I'm not. I'm leaving that up to them. That's their decision. So don't look to nationals to know all the answers, please. Um, just know that sometimes the chapter president or deans, sometimes it's just one and the same person, they have that right to do um, either or, and it's not always national is not giving you the information. So let's move beyond that because I know before y'all waited on nationals because it was us giving out the information. We're no longer in that position. Um, so look to the chapter to give you information. If they want to share, they do. If they don't, you know, just continue to keep them in prayer. Um, Please remind your members that during intake, it's possible that they will not be contacted. If it's a charter line, they reach out to charter lines and their chapter. The people that are coming in now are responsible for learning their chapter, not every soul in the organization. We're bigger now. So I know more so beta was spoiled by that than anybody else. I think Gamma got a piece of it, too. I think Gamma kind of got spoiled to it, too. That's not the case anymore. 
They don't reach out to any other chapter unless that person feels led to reach out to somebody. They don't have to. They have to learn their chapter's information. That is their job. You forget we're dealing with women that are married in school, you know, um, getting married. We're not on a college campus. And even if we decide to go to a college campus, which I'm still yet praying about because it's a whole horse of a different color, I still won't require them to reach out to every single chapter if it's not a charter life. So keep that in mind, please, and make sure your members are told that. Um, When we did meet at UCCFS, one of the things that came up was, what are your members hearing? Are you going back to them and translating what it is that is said in these meetings, or are you telling them what you want them to know? Because sometimes things get back to us, and we're like, where did you get that idea from? How could you even fathom that? Nationals did not say that. And a lot of times, nationals means visionary. Well, let me say something else. Nationals is not just visionary anymore. I have a board. Everything does not fall on my shoulders anymore. I can no longer continue to take the hit for stuff, and it's not always me. I will never throw any of my national officers under the bus. Just know it's more than one of us. People make mistakes. Things happen. Things slip people's minds. They may have to have a reminder or two, but I will not continue to take the hit for things, and everybody thinks it's just visionary. So then you have members disgruntled in chapters and mad at me, and I have no clue as to what's going on. So we're not going to do that anymore. If I have to start speaking up for myself, then I'll have to do that, but there's no way I'm going to let a wall be built in between me and my members because the proper thing is not being conveyed to them whether it's just you leaving out a piece of information or not telling them at all. So some things just need to be explained and some things just need to need an apology. Just say it and get it done, keep it moving. Everybody is imperfect. Um, when it comes to National Rush, you need to know as a president and a vice president, you may be responsible for keeping in contact with a group of women one or two or more. I do not know how many women God is going to bring us in this next rush. When we did the first national rush, we had over 25, 30-some applicants, and we ended up with six. So this time, I'm quite sure the number is going to be well over that as far as the number of applicants. How many we're going to end up with, I'm not sure. I believe it will be more than six, though. But um, you might be responsible for walking with another woman. Now, if you have a line, let's say IOTA. IOTA has a line. The line's already started, okay? Then you have this other young lady who's not going to start till the fall. Well, can't she just cross or get in, you know, with the other line? No, absolutely not. She has to go through that same time period that they did. You're not her dean, but she's required to report to you. Why? Because she needs to build a relationship with you. Any function that your chapter has and that woman is online, she needs to be there. 
And if she's not, she needs to be accountable to you as to why she's not at that event. Why? Because she needs to start building relationships with you and the chapter. So we will let you all know, um, National MID, NEA, and myself, we're going to work again on this National Rush thing because it's the second year we've done it. So um, we want to make sure that we don't just dump it on National MID and say, hey, you just do it. Um, It's still new. So we're still trying to figure out some things that do work, some things that don't work, so we can perfect this thing before we just hand it over to her. And she's probably going to need an assistant um, in the year or so to come. So that's another thing to be praying about as well. Um, But we want to ensure that you know these women so they're not just put into your chapter and then they don't feel welcomed because we've had that too. We've had women infused into chapters and then they don't feel as though they've been welcomed at all. Why is that? There should be no reason for that. Why? Because this is going to continue to happen every year unless we say otherwise. Every soror is not going to be involved in every single intake process, and then you'll find the main ones complaining about not being involved in the process are really not even involved in your chapter events in the first place. You'll have ones that will come around just for intake. That's it, and that's all. Why? Some to assert their authority. It happens. It just happens. Um, That's a part of Greek life for those that are not Greek literate. This is your first, you know, real experience with Greek life. It happens. It just happens. Um, So we want to be cautious when it comes to National Rush. Keep your eyes and ears open. Um, Pay attention to the women that are connecting with you. Again, please set up a Google voice number. Please stop giving these women your personal contact information, they should get, if you're a chapter president, you can either give them your chapter president email or if you feel led to, give them your sorority email. When I say sorority email, like um, prime example, NEA has the AET national exec email. That is her 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 um email as far as AAT is concerned. But then her personal sorority email may be motherlove3 at gmail.com. So any other email address that you've created just for sorority purposes, you can give them that. Um, But I prefer you not give them your personal information. Why? Because every woman does not have the best of intentions. I cannot protect you all. I know that. I understand that. I understand you're a grown woman, and at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. But visionary requests that you do not give out your personal information, not in the onset. Now, if you talk to this woman for a couple of, you know, a year or so, and you feel like, okay, well, I can give you my personal information, then you do so. But be very cautious because you not only have to protect yourself, but you all have families that you have to protect. You have husbands. You have children. You have to protect your family. So please do that for me. Do not give out your information so readily. Be cautious about doing so. And be very um, nosy, so to speak. Um, Facebook, Google, Instagram, Twitter, 
anything you can find on these women, look it up. See who you're connecting with. See who you're bringing into your chapter. You don't want to bring any mess into your chapter. Um, We want to be as cautious as possible. Are we going to catch everything? No. But we're trying to tweak our process such that the mess gets weeded out and we don't have, you know, to clean it up on the back end. Let me say it that way. Um, The retreat, Kingdom Girls. I'm going to put up a video in the Alpha Ladies group within the next couple of days, and it's pretty much going to express the importance of Kingdom Girls. And um, why we should be there. I don't know why people have not grasped or caught on to it. Kingdom Girls is not just um, S.A. Hunter's conference. She has allowed us to not have to recreate or reinvent anything. We're able to go and we're able to get a word, but at the same time, this year, we are going to serve. Our name is on the flyer. I'm not going to continue to put my name on a flyer, and we're not doing anything. So I think by September 1, she's going to give me information. There will be things for you to volunteer for, everybody. Um, I do know the girls' session um, she spoke of still needs a lot of work. So... If you're a Rosebud director or, you know, Rosebud mentee or whatever, that will be an area for you to volunteer in. NEA and I are going to get together because there's a portion of the conference or retreat just for us. Um, I'm not sure if I will do it in the hotel or if I would do it at Mommy's. Um, and I say that because some sororers, mentioned to me that they would still want to stay at Mommy's for, you know, monetary reasons. And that's fine. And Mommy doesn't mind and Daddy doesn't either. Um, That's fine. So I'm not sure where I want to do it because the hotel is at least 35, 40 minutes from Mommy and Daddy's house. So normally when Annie and I go, when we go down, we don't stay at the hotel. We stay at Mommy's. Um, So I have to figure out where to actually have our session because um, I don't want anybody on the road late. I know I'm not your mom, and I know I'm not, you know, I'm just cautious and, you know, I'm concerned. That's the only thing. So I have to figure out where our portion is going to be that's just for us. But um, this is our retreat. We have a retreat. We have a conference. The A lot of us did not go to UCCFS. Understand. It was a little pricey. I get it. There's no reason why we couldn't make it to Kingdom Girls. It's far less expensive. It's something that comes around the same time every year. So once we put up, we need volunteers for X, Y, and Z, it should not just come from Gamma. Now, we expect Gamma to show up 100%. They're right there. That's no question. But it's not just on Gamma to make sure this stuff gets done. I had a soror from Beta, you know, just asked me not too long ago, visionary, what needs to be done? Thank you. As soon as we put out that list, I'm expecting to see her volunteer because she's already asked me. I'm excited about that. 
We all need to pitch in to make sure that Kingdom Girls goes off without a hitch. Um, if you have questions, comments, concerns, please send them to myself and NEA or send them to NEA and she'll make sure that I, um, I get them so we can get your questions answered. But we're going to make sure that we start, you know, I guess, how do I want to say it, that we start, in, you know, kind of explaining what the purpose is for us to come and retreat together, what the purpose is for these conferences, because you can't get all the love and the support that you think you can get just from attending chapter meetings and chapter events. It's a completely different thing to go to a conference with a soror or to go to a retreat with a soror. That intimate time that you get with them, you are revived, you are loved on. I mean, it's just something completely different that can't be explained. You have to experience it. Um, I think our national conference last year, those pictures um, explained it as best as we we probably could ever explain it. Because if you ask me how was the Back to Love conference, I wouldn't be able to tell you. It was amazing. The love that was in the room, I mean, it was an emotional roller coaster for me because of different things that occurred. But overall, I was well pleased because I believe God was pleased with us. So we have to make sure that we are at these events so that our sorrows will see the importance of being at these events. We can't encourage them to go, and then we're not going. So everybody on this call should be registered for Kingdom Girls by the end of next month. If not, need to be accountable as to why you're not attending. Because as leaders, we need to be the first ones to respond. Um, I asked a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if NEA sent it to me and I just missed it. Um, we had a, a really interesting conversation at um, UCCFS during our personal meeting. And it talked about, and I want to get, you know, feedback from a couple of you all. It talked about the Alpha Ladies group. And what came up was um, members feeling as though them being removed from the group is um, pretty much isolating them from the organization or from, you know, because if you're not financial, you can't be a part of the Alpha Ladies group. You can't be a part of the listserv. You just have been removed from those those two places. Um, so it became a hot topic or a heated conversation for a few minutes. And for me, I've been watching, and I do see that there are still non-financial sorors that are communicating across Facebook, across chapter lines, and they're not in the Alpha Ladies group. It has not changed a thing. Then I guess you have another portion, or it may just be that person that the um, soror was speaking of, that feels a type a certain type of way because they've been removed from the group. But um, they didn't use the word remove. They used the word like, um, I forgot what word they used, but it was such a negative word um, as to how they described themselves no longer being in the group. This is my thing. If 
removing them from a group causes that much of an issue, there's a deeper problem that we have to talk about because it's a social media site. And I also said it shouldn't be okay for them to delete me because I've had this. They'll delete me from their social media accounts. They'll block me. But as soon as you get removed from the Alpha Days group, it's a problem. Or you'll delete all your sororities off of your Alpha Ladies group, I mean off of your Facebook account or whatever, but as soon as you get removed from a group, it's a problem. To me, I didn't understand. It's just a social media group. It does not stop you from being loved on. It does not stop us from being there for you as a person. None of that stops. You're not financial. There are certain things that a financial soror should have privy to that a non-financial should not. Um and I was challenged on that a couple of years back, like visionary. Well, what is the difference between me being financial and non-financial? I'm just not going to be, you know, non-financial because she gets to do everything that I do. You're absolutely right. Something needs to be different. So a lot of things are different. They cannot attend meetings. They're not in the Alpha Ladies group. They're not in the um, on the listserv. Those things are different. And then, you know, I got kind of questioned about being, you know, like a secular organization. No. I'm not attempting to be like any secular organization. There are just certain things that they can't be privy to, and those are the things that we decided that they're not going to be privy to. It has nothing to do with personal relationships. That's just it. That's personal. If you decide to have a relationship with someone, that is a personal decision whether you want it to work or not, and it goes both ways. Um, I'm bringing this up because even a couple of weeks before conference, I'd asked NEA to gather the names of women that plan to be financial come April that, um, or even wanted to be financial at this time and could not. I wanted to see who those names were and to see if they wanted to be put back in the group because I was trying to figure this thing out. Like, do I just want to cut from the listserv or do I want both? Then, of course, I've been talking to NSA um, before conference and then, of course, after conference and, you know, explaining the conversation to him. And we've been talking about it as well. Um, Actually, his organization is the complete opposite. Um, They actually have a listserv and he's in it. He's not financial and they're a secular organization. So it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you're secular or non secular, it just depends on what you desire for your organization. Um so I thought about it before the conversation came up. Um but then I'm wondering where are our relationships really? Um are they just surface level? Are you just pretending to be who you are while you're online or as close as you are online, and then it drops. Because I'm finding that, you know, now the lines are like, oh, we weren't that close. Oh, I didn't really talk to her. Oh, I only talked to her because we was online. I'm like, what in the world's going on? So it explains the whole social media piece. You really feel, you know, the rejection piece because, one, you all really didn't have that connection while you were online, whether it be to your dean, to your line sisters, or what have you. But then it might go deeper than that that we don't know about. So is it a rejection issue? 
issues. So those types of things went through my head. So just asking you all in general, and I only need a couple of people to respond because I want to get through the rest of the um, agenda. We only have um, three things left. But um, I want to kind of pick your brains a little bit, too, on non-financial in this financial piece as it relates to what the privileges are and are not. And anybody can start off. I'm not, you know, calling anybody out in particular. And if nobody has anything to say, then I'll just keep moving. And don't forget your phones are muted so I can't hear anything you're saying if you are talking. And any if they're typing, you don't have to tell me because I still ain't on the thing. No questions as of yet or responses. I'm visionary. This is um, MP Cynthia. Um, we have um, one non-financial um, in in Gamma, and with our non-financial, um, she it's because of hardship. But with her, she was very active. Any anything that we volunteered to do, whatever. Um, so, you know, it's for us it was a it was a plus to have her, but of course there's a lot of things she can't do and yes, we still have that relationship. We still communicate on Facebook, we still um communicate when we go out after church or whatever the um, you know, case may be. So we do have that relationship, that bond. Um it it just it it hurts us because we can't have her to go out with us when we do things. So that, that's where we stand with that. When you say go out with y'all when you do things, are you talking about chapter things? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, you all do know that you, if you desire to get together and go out to eat, you can go out to eat. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay. What I, was, what I was in reference, and, and I mean, that's what we do. But what I was referencing to, like, um, we have gone out to um, take um, gift bags and stuff to um, the chemo patients, and we have coming up going to the nursing home. These are the things that she would be involved in. She would always be there with us. Um, the scenario you gave about the 2080, she was one of those 20. But now, you know, because she's not financial, then we're down to 19 instead of 20. So um, that's that's what I was speaking in reference to. Okay. Thank you for responding. Thank you. Hey, visionary. This is uh, Ashley. I want to say that um, it depends on the person. I know somebody that's non-financial now, um, but like they'll want to know stuff that's happening not so they can be a part of it or they desire to be a part of it, but so they can, like, talk negative against it. So, and I'm sure it's because they are 
done financial that, you know, that's probably like a little, you know, sadness or um, hate because of their situation. So um, I'm kind of on the fence, you know, a person like MP Cynthia is representing, like, you know, that person would be awesome to show up at events, you know, or continue to promote events. But then, like, the person I'm speaking of that is going to hate on the events because they can't be a part, why allow them access to see the things that we're doing just to get negative feedback? Okay. Let me throw this out there, too, while um, others are waiting to respond. My question is this. We've had the, because I'm very sensitive to people's financial situations, sometimes it's not always stable. This is why I had implemented the um, the payment plan as it pertains to sorority dues, not membership fees, but the sorority dues. And nobody takes advantage of it. But then you want us to say, oh, well, okay, you can still come to these events, but you have until, like, prime example, if I wanted to be financial next year, I've had people contact me as early as October, November, December and say, visionary, can I start paying on my dues for next year? Absolutely. So when we have the payment plan in place and you can pay in $25 increments and you can pay over, at least you know you can pay from January to April, you can pay over that period of time, but then you still see people going out to eat, you're going to get your hair done, you want to get your nails done, you're traveling, you're going here, you're going there. So my thing is, why should we adjust again? Because we've already made one adjustment by allowing you to have the payment plan that you're not taking advantage of. So now we're, we're going to adjust again and feel even more sympathy for your situation and just allow you to come when we've already put something in place because we do realize that stuff comes up. That's why the payment plan is there. And nobody, I think we had two people take advantage of it last year. I think since it's been implemented, I think we've had a total of three people, maybe three total, that have ever taken advantage of that payment plan. So much to the point where I was like, well, we just might as well get rid of it because nobody's using it. So when they say, you know, it's for hardship, and I'm like, if you really, really wanted to do it, why wasn't the payment plan considered? And I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know who was getting ready to speak next. I'm sorry. Okay, maybe nobody. Maybe that was somebody unmuting their phone. Okay. Um, we want, we don't want to, because, well, I can't say, well, I am going to say, because um, it's coming from 
the national standpoint. We don't want to be thought of as insensitive. That's why the payment plan exists. But when people do not take advantage of the payment plan, what does that leave us to believe or do? Like there's nothing else we can do. Um, I don't believe it's fair to have people pay the sorority dues and make sure they pay on time, but then grant the same, you know, advantages to the next person that's non-financial to them as well. That's not fair. And when that soror pointed it out to me, I was like, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense. And I didn't realize because I, too, was like, no, you don't want anybody to feel isolated. You want them to, you know, come around and whatever. That shouldn't that shouldn't be the case. They shouldn't be able to do everything that a financial member can do. That's the purpose of them sacrificing and paying their monies. So um, going into next year, I would just suggest that you all continue to, if you're not already, um, continue to um, push the payment plan and let them know that, you know, just because you're not financial, it doesn't mean you're not a soror. But at the same time, you have some members that will not be accountable at all. They just won't pay. So you don't, national does not know the difference between I'm just not going to pay or I want to pay but I don't have it. We don't know the difference. Only the chapter president should, and sometimes she doesn't even know, the difference between that. So you'll have members, even before, this is the first time we've actually implemented removing people from the alpha ladies group. Even before now, you'd have women that just pull themselves away. Even before us doing this whole removing of the group, removing from the group, they just pull themselves away. So how are we supposed to know whether you don't want anything else to do with AET because if something happened and we're not aware of it or, you know, if there is an issue and you feel like you can't be a part, there's no communication there. There's no real communication. And there's no way that nationals can go around and chase every single woman that we don't see. So we're gonna either we're gonna miss somebody or we're gonna rack our brains and go crazy. Somebody's going to get missed. Not on purpose, of course. But somebody's gonna get missed. So in the in the case where, you know, MP Cynthia is saying, you know, there was a hardship, part of my heart is like, man. Then the other part is like, well, why didn't they take advantage of the payment plan before, but then it's like, well, did they foresee what happened, What was going to happen? Did something come up? Like, all that stuff goes through my head. I can't keep doing that. I will go crazy. As much as I'm concerned about every single member, I can't keep doing that. I will lose my mind. So the standard is that. It's just a standard. That is the guideline. That is what we're going to go by. It does not mean we love them any less. 
And the way that that is communicated is outside of Facebook. It's not just on Facebook. If and when I see the person or if our relationship is just on Facebook, then, you know, if we're friends, then, you know, on her timeline or in her inbox, not just in an Alpha Ladies group. Alpha Ladies group is not all that makes AET. If I delete that group today, are we going to fall apart? Is that what everybody's telling me? If I delete that group today, the entire organization is going to fall apart. That's not who we are. That group does not make us. And if I delete that group and we fall away, we have a serious issue, a serious one. And that's what we need to get down to. And it kind of bothers me because now, you know, and what Sam Ashley has said is not new to me. I, you know, I knew it. I don't believe she said it to me before, but I knew it. Um, I know that there are some that are just angry for whatever reason. And anything that they can find out about AET, they're going to twist it around because the enemy is going to use them. Why? I don't know. But if I were to go talk to them, there's nothing wrong. It's like there's not a problem in the world. Why is that? I think the communication piece needs to go further than just social media. Um, it needs to transcend these group needs, you know, the emails. That's why you have these sisterhood sessions where, you know, you just spend time with one another. You don't have to have an AT event in order to include that soror. Drop all the paraphernalia. Go to the movies. Does that mean you're still not sorors? Drop all the paraphernalia. Go out to eat. Does that mean you're not members anymore? She's still a member. She's just not financial. And it's not that we don't love them any less. And the only way they're going to know that from nationals, because we don't know the issue. Only you all know. If you know. The only way they're going to know that is if you communicate that for us. Just because you're not financial, it does not mean that you're not loved. It does not mean that you're not valued. It does not mean that you don't have purpose. This is your season to be not financial, whether it be because of something you did or something God chose to happen, either way. But what I cannot do as Mia, I cannot make it my burden. But at the same time, I'd rather not have somebody sitting in that group that's non-financial for whatever malicious reason and sitting there and causing and wreaking havoc. No, I'd rather not. And that's not even why we initially removed everybody. And then like I was telling, you know, the story when we were discussing it, half the people don't even respond to what we put in there anyway. So I'm like seeing Ashley, are you just sitting there to be nosy? Because we can post something, we see that you saw it, you don't say nothing. Ask a question, you don't respond. But as soon as somebody removes you, you're mad. Please explain that to me. Which one is it? Do you want in or do you want out? Let's be mature about this. It's social media. If I got an attitude off of every store that deleted or blocked me, do y'all know there would be no AT? 
Maybe I need to give y'all access to my Facebook page one day, and then you start looking up Soror's name. And, I mean, she's not on the call now, but I showed Impro my phone the other day. I said, do you see this text message? How am I supposed to respond to this? A Soror assumes because she hadn't spoken to me in a while that I just deleted her information out of my phone. Why would you think that? Haven't said anything, haven't done anything, you just assumed that I just deleted all your information. So we make all these assumptions based upon these small interactions. Nobody's speaking, nobody's talking. So, MP Cynthia, the soror that you are speaking of, those are the jewels that I want to keep. Of course, I want to keep her around. Not so much for what she does, but because she has a heart and a desire to do it. Because I'm not in the business of using people, but she is the she's the epitome of an alpha lady to me because she has a heart to serve. She has that desire to do so. That is a jewel that I want to keep. But at the same time, I have to be fair across the board. If you're not financial, you should not have the same privileges and rights as somebody else. I don't know if they're writing on the thing, if anybody has said anything, but I'm getting ready to move on so we can close out our um, our meeting. If nobody else has any questions, comments. Um, they, ha- they haven't written anything. Okay. Any comments, suggestions? It wasn't just um, open for questions. <clears throat> Because we really need to we need to get past some stuff, and the only way you get past some stuff sometimes is to, well anytime is to talk about it. And if you rather just email it to me, then do that too. Because I need to move forward. I don't want to hold up the meeting and wait. Um, paraphernalia approval. Um, we're still having. Issues with paraphernalia being approved. Um, Soros cannot just go to a vendor and say, hey, I want this done, and not send it to NEA for approval. Um, I've been told that a member said that they sent it to NEA for approval, and that wasn't absolutely true. I don't know why it's that serious to lie about it. However, I would hate for these women to buy all this stuff and then you can't use it. So we're tightening up our paraphernalia policy um, just a little bit more. We are going to implement some stuff on the front end as it pertains to the training that they get, the training they get right before they have to come to a meeting or before they can come to a first meeting. It's some more stuff that's going to be pushed into that training so that there are no questions. It's going to be put in the paraphernalia policy. It's going to be put into there as well. But what I don't want to do is what I was explaining to my national officers, I don't want to stifle anybody's creativity. However, at the same time, I know we have a lot of women that are Greek literate 
and have no clue as to just basic protocol when it comes to paraphernalia. Um, there's a there's a, a jacket idea that I've had for myself for a while that I have not done um, because I want to make sure that if I do it, it's done correctly and there is no question about how it's done so that I am the perfect example for somebody else if they want to go get something done even in that, you know, vein or whatever. Um, so having said that, please enforce, reinforce to your members that they must get in me anything they can even think of that they will want created, they have to send it to NEA and let her approve it. Once it has been approved, they can order as many as they want. Also, we requested several times that whatever vendor they were using be sent to National Treasurer so we could possibly get the people um, on as official vendors or so we can give them permission to use our shield or whatever, and little to no response was given. But yet I'm still seeing paraphernalia pop up. Paraphernalia is anything with our name on it, anything with our letters on it. I'm still seeing things pop up, but National Treasure isn't getting any emails, and NEA isn't getting too many either. So let's make sure that we're doing things in order. Why are we doing this like this? Because we're still building our brand. We're still babies. We still have to ensure that we look like who we say that we are, and sometimes women will get overzealous and they'll start ordering stuff and it'll be left field. And she would have thought it was a cute idea. The idea I always go back to is we had one member get a bathing suit done. She did not ask for permission. She went and decided to get a bathing suit, and she had to pretty much, which you won't sleep in it, because you can't wear it out the house. You want to make it into a bag or something? Because you're not going to put our letters on a bathing suit. Um, and somebody asked me, well, why visionary? Why didn't you let her put her letters on the bathing suit? Well, it's just as simple. Who am I to say if one person can get a bathing suit that the other person can't get a bathing suit? Because they're different sizes. So now I'm a judge of size and what looks good on what person and doesn't look good on her. I'm not doing that. So across the board, we don't get bathing suits. Because this this soror may think she looks good in a two-piece. When we know very well she does not need to be in a two-piece. But who am I to tell her she can't get a bathing suit with AT on it? but I'll let our soror that's a size zero or two get one with the baby. No, we're not doing that kind of stuff. I don't want to get into people getting their feelings hurt or thinking that they're less than. No, we don't do that. So nobody gets a bathing suit because you don't want to start judging and hurting feelings. And putting our letters on bathing suit is almost like putting it on lingerie. Let's not do that and say that we did does anybody have any questions about the paraphernalia piece? Um, I do this night. This is Sam Kim. Um, I don't know where I heard this from, but I know I did hear it, that um, if somebody has 
a piece of paraphernalia that you wanted to get the same same exact way that you didn't need approval if you already seen somebody that has the same thing. Is that false? Say that again. Like, let's say I saw somebody with a red AET shirt, basic shirt, and I wanted to get the same thing. Like, because they already have it, do I have to get approval for that same kind of shirt since they already had it, or is that false? It's like somebody else already has something. Well, no, that's that's why I said that earlier. You don't have to get approval for something that's already done, but that's the thing. It has to be approved, and just so... If I were you, I would just ask. Now, if you see a whole bunch if of them, it's it. obvious. It's approved. Okay. But if you see one person with it, it's like, wait a minute. Let me make sure that shirt was approved because she just might be out of order. But if you see several of them, then it's been approved. Um, okay. Just like the basic three-letter shirt. Right. You can flip that any way you want to. It can be a red shirt, pink shirt, gray shirt with the three letters on it and flip the three letters any colors you want. The letters can be gray and pink, red and pink, red and silver, gray and silver. It doesn't matter. That shirt has already been approved. So that, no. But if you only see one or something, I would ask any day first. Okay. Thank you. One more thing and I'm done. Um, we also talked about at conference um, the support of our own members. And what do I mean by that? Let's see. Um, prime example. If we are, okay, Gamma did this. S.A. Hunter has has a community day. Um, Gamma put out a table. I don't know how often she does this community day. I if I've seen another flyer or not. She does so much stuff, I can't keep up. Um, S.A. does a community day. She allows Gamma to set up a table at the community day. But I believe they also volunteer at the community day um, and help out where they can. If there's a soror that is doing something in that vein, there's a soror in good standing, whatever, we want to support that soror before you go outside and support somebody else. What do you mean, visionary? Well, if I know she's doing community day every year and we're a community-based organization, then we're there every year. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be at Community Day every year supporting. That's what we do. That's our forward. Um, I'm trying to think of something somebody else does. For example, You Belong. You Belong ended up being our philanthropy, but it started out being something that Advisor Jones is something that she did. And I said, well, if that's something that you do, I'm going to make sure that AET supports that. That's what I told her since when we first, you know, were founded. And since then, it has grown because AET has supported. So our sororers have made it such that it has gotten more exposure because they put it up on their Facebook, 
um, NSA has taken it to his job so much now that his job asked him, hey, when are you doing a clothing drive again? I got some clothes for you. So now they wait. I mean, they're not waiting for him. They're telling him, hey, put the box up. I got some stuff for you. So because of AET's members, You Belong has grown. Um, so much so that I don't even know. She's like, me, what are we doing? I'm looking at her like, what you mean, what are we doing? This is your thing. What are we doing? So, you know, we both looked at each other the last two years, so now I've got it in my mind that I just, you know, we just take over and figure out what's what. And then when she gets down there, she, you know, gets in her mode, and then she takes back over, and it works. Um, if there's something that a member's already doing, we want to support our members. We want to support our own. That's family. That's the sense of family. We got this whole um, true sisterhood thing down when it comes to the words and you know, the pictures and the gifts and the hugs and the going out to eat and all of that. We got that. But what about supporting our own when our own are doing something? Are you telling people what you're doing? And this is something I need you to communicate to the members. Are your members telling you what they have going on and are we supporting them? And you want to make sure that um, the members in good standing, we need to know who they are. Because when we do the Tribute Tuesdays or the Marketing Mondays, rather, the Marketing Mondays, we're going to market a soror that's in good standing within the organization that's doing something that she wants to market. Um, prime example, when National Treasure decides, if she decides to do her, um, I think she calls it unique expressions, where she does her um, invitations and baskets and things of that nature, if she would decide to do that again, she's a member in good standing. If we need baskets for something, why would we go outside and pay somebody else to do baskets and she does them? That's her craft. She can do it. Um, And we would treat the soror as if she were another company. You need an invoice. You need to pay her if that's her skill set. So what I'm saying is we need to utilize the skill sets within our organization and make sure our sororities are um, supported, make sure they know that we love them, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, we're here. If we have time to, you know, go to a certain place where they are, we're going to go. Whatever the case is, we want to make sure that we are, quote, unquote, first responders um, for that member. And I'm not aware of all of the um, gifts and talents that all of our members have You know, some stuff just pops up in my timeline. Some stuff I'm like, I didn't even know she did that. But if there's, you know, a legit business, you want to make sure you support them first. Um, I think somebody, I can't remember who it was, just did something recently. I can't remember who it was. Either way. Either way, I didn't see many of our members in attendance. I got to remember what that was. Either way, my point is we need to support our own. We need to make sure um, if there's something that that soror does, and especially if it's something that we need, then we ask her to do it. But we expect the same professionalism, professionalism as if it were somebody else. So, you know, if you're not getting the service that you expect, then maybe we just don't need to work with the soror. We love you, but this ain't going to work. Um, and we just need to move forward. But I would like for us to support our own first and make sure that's not just with finances, but if a soror is speaking somewhere, 
um, send the speaking engage- engagement to nationals so we can put it on the listserv. You don't know if a store was going to be in town that weekend. Um, maybe she'll come and hear you speak or support. We just need to be there for each other first before anybody else is. Don't let outsiders, quote, unquote, I don't mean, you know, it in a bad way, but don't let others support our own before we do. Um, if we say we're that true sisterhood, I want to see um, Soror's at, I hope I'm saying her name right. Is um, Soror Anita's baby name Atia? Is that how you say her name or say her name? Yes, it's Atia. Okay. So when she gets back in action, if she was at a basketball game, we should see red, pink, and silver in the, the bleachers. Provided you know about it, provided you have the time, but you should feel the stand-up. You should be there. If, um, what's her name? I know Sora Tammy and um, Sora Lisa's baby, Jaden. I want to say somebody else was in that, that thing. But they did a recital not too long ago. Myself, Sora Kendall, and Peelphilia. And I believe in Peelphilia's mom was in town. We didn't all go together, but we were all there. Um, and making sure that, you know, we support it. So things like that, if you can, make sure that you're there. And if you can't be there, at least let them know that your desire was to be there. You send your love and that um, they have your support. But, again, you cannot support what you don't know. So let's just get that communication piece back in order. Um, I think I announced to you all, I will say it officially, we have not put it on the listserv yet. I think we will within the next couple of weeks. Um, As of January 1, um, my national vice president will be MP Tasha Harris, which means MVP Ginger will be the um, president for the Zeta chapter. Um, They've known this for a couple of months now, so they've been in preparation mode um, to ensure that MVP Ginger gets the proper transition into that um, position. So now we got to work on making sure MP Tasha gets the proper transition into the National Vice Presidency. Um, I'm so grateful because it takes a lot off of me. Praise ye the Lord. But we still have other national positions that need to be filled. Um, Historian is missing. Um, historian, who else is missing NEA? Why can't I call them off the top of my head? Hmm. I'm not a historian for a fact, we're missing her. I can't remember right now. Um, We are considering having other um, national advisors, but, of course, we will let you all know before we just up and do that. Just trying to make sure that we have as much um, coverage as possible. And, of course, if I were to go out on sabbatical again, it would be the same people um, left in charge. But we'll national um, vice president will be here, so be kind of different. Um, We're just trying to put things in order such that everybody has a place and people are not doing 50 million different things, but rather 
one thing. I, I hate the fact that you have people in chapters that are doing several different things. Um, so we're working on that. Does anybody have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, whatever, about anything? Good evening, Visionary. This is um, MD Ophelia. Um, the question I have relates to the UCCFS pins. Um, the first thing is, when would we be required to wear them? I know definitely at the UCCFS um, uh, conferences. And the second thing is, since they are requirements, can we use chapter funds to do a bulk purchase? for maybe the financial members? Um, UCCFS can, of course, worn at um, conference, as you said. They will also be worn at, um, they can be worn at the events that we go to supporting other UCCFS organizations. Does that make sense? So say um, ANQ has something and we want to go support you could wear your um, AET pin and your um, UCCFS pin. So right now, those are the main two um, things that we would have people wear them to. Using chapter funds, no, we didn't consider that. The only thing we did consider is putting them into, but we have to get more of them too because we only got a certain amount from Kenya because we didn't want to buy all of them from her and then nobody, you know, buy them as they were supposed to. We did consider putting them into a membership kit. I guess when people cross, because um, we know it's just certain things that they have to have. So when they came, when it came from nationals, they would get the um, certificate from us the acrylic pen, the UCCFS pen, and the official pen. We did consider that. But considering using sorority funds, no, um, we didn't consider that. Can you consider it? <laughs> I love you. We, I will take it back to the national board. We will consider it. But it's only the the pen is only five dollars and ten with shipping. That's that's going to kill people. Because it um, is a just to make I think it's just to make to simplify it. Um, just to figure out where um, we can just do a bulk order if if needed. So it's simply to simplify it. Yeah, we need to get more of them too. So we'll we'll bring it back to um the national board and see, and then we also need to get with Kenya and get more of them because we have limited supply. So we might not even have enough to make it through um, National Rush, to be honest, because I wasn't about to buy all those pins and be stuck with them, just like I was stuck with the Afghan for how many years? Like two? I'm just, yeah, I was stuck with the Afghan for two years. I'm not doing that again. Um, so, yeah, I will consider it, and we'll get with Kenya to see if we can get more. But in the future, now that I've said it, that is um, one of the things that we discussed 
and yeah, and I discussed I think that's gonna be liaison as well. Um, putting the acrylic pen, the membership pen, and the UCCFS pen with the certificate from Nationals. Visionary, I have another question. Yes, ma'am. You mentioned, uh, well, I know at UCCFS, you've mentioned it, um, I think, at the previous leadership meeting, that um, you did not necessarily want people to be... um, be attached to you, um, you know, and know all of your personal um, contact information. Um, I know in the past you've done business cards, and I actually um, still have one of yours, um, I think, at a Rosebud event from years ago. Um, So I'm wondering, in, in lieu of you being the ultimate contact for everything, because I think it had, it does have your name on it, and then the sister... Um, email address, if there should be business cards for um, either your chapter officers or just the public relations person within the chapters, or if there is a business card for, say, an MID that we can hand out. Um, So just wondering if there is another, another point of contact beside of you your name on it. I mean, you know, I don't know I don't know if you all do, but if you do, can can the beta chapter have some of those cards to be able to hand out? Those cards were not for I don't know how those cards were not for you to hand out as to say this is our contact information. Those cards were for me at that time because I was the point of contact. So it was like my personal business card to hand out. I don't know why we just gave them out like that. Um, we did, and we as an NEA and SA and I, we did talk about getting cards for each um, office or whatever. The thing with that is the office is like a revolving door at that point. So it's like you get, because we got those from discipline, so you got like 250 to 500 cards, and the person they stay in the office for a year, if that two years. So um, if we can think of a way to get a general card for like every chapter, I would consider ordering those for each chapter because you're right, I don't want to be the um, point of contact. And I think right now that email goes to NEA? I don't know. I don't get emails from that, that thing anymore though. If I do, it's very rare. But we can consider that if somebody can come up with a, because I can't think right now, a a general card or if there is a way that we can order a smaller number of cards. So if you did want just cards for you as a chapter president for beta right now, that you could do so. But then what happens when you're no longer the chapter president and your name is on the card? So what do you do with it? Do you just trash it or what? Um, so we could think of a way. I'm all for it. Because, yeah, I don't want my name on it. Thank you for mentioning that. I forgot all about those cards. I think that was a founder's day gift from um, NSA one year. Oh, I'm sorry. This no, is go ahead. Again. Um 
It may not necessarily need to be for chapter officers, but I believe at the retreat, um, something that was mentioned was national officers are there for a very long time, you know, um, much longer than um, chapter officers. So if um, you have a national officer you, you, you believe is going to be there for life or whatever, um, then uh, we could use that card if it goes to a centralized um, e- email address. I'm not quite sure how it would work. I just I'm just wondering if and because I understand the part of chapter um, officers change that we don't want to put somebody's name on there and and such. Um, I know in some organizations I've seen cards where the um, officer's title is there, but there is um, a line where you somebody could put in the officer's name, um, so that that reduces the, the the cost of having to do cards, new cards every time a new officer comes in. Um, but if you all just have cards at the national level, and you know we we can use them, especially maybe NMID. Um, we can use them, then that might be something that, you know, we wouldn't mind distributing whenever we go out um, to, whenever we go out to to support, you know, whatever um, event we are having. Would you all rather have a business card with a blank line and your chapter email address, or are you asking specifically for intake purposes? I would, I would assume that um, one of the ways that you use your cards was um, to uh, allow our name to, go, to be out there, um, hands for intake. So it would maybe be most, um, because we don't know why people would use it anyway. One, the major way is intake. The second one would be basic public relations so that somebody could say, well, um, can we partner with you? So those are the two things that I can think of at the top of my head why um, we would need business cards for intake and for um, partnering opportunities. But, you know, if there are other reasons, because, you know, there are um, quite a few national offices, so if there are other reasons they would need business cards, then... Um, you know, that that would be fine, too. I was just putting that out there. Um, that's just a, a topic for your national board, um, uh, maybe to, to discuss. It, it was just a suggestion. Um, is there any other chapter that would want business cards? Uh, this is MP Catherine. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I think a virtual business card may be a good idea because you can link it to your website or your social media page, and as your chapters get updated, it's not something that's an expense to anybody. People could link you with good discretion or those type of things, and that will be good, well, I guess an equal branding across the board. So that's the card. <clears throat> Bear with me as I sound like an old person. That's the card <laughs> with the the little box curie code thingy on it that you just scan. You just scan it. Right. The free on the front of the card. 
you could just have the seal, you can have the chapter name, and the basic contact information. <clears throat> It's almost it's, it's actually called like a Q code, and you just scan it, and it it can link to any different web browser or place you want them to go. Um, and the the back end contact information can be easily changed. So will we get these per chapter? Yeah, you can get them per chapter. It's almost like a Facebook page. Actually, you can just link it to each Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want it to be, um, as long as there's somebody who can respond to each response that comes from it. So you don't even have to hand it. So say if you're at a conference and someone asks, you know, do you have a business card, you can have it in your phone and the link to say, oh, yeah, here's my virtual card. And they can go to that. See, they need your information. So... NPOC, you realize that we have cards, right, that, like, say I got cards made tomorrow. You do realize that the card would still, for membership purposes, it would still come directly to your chapter. If you handed somebody a card, they wouldn't go to National MID first. Are you talking about the, the, the email address that is on the card? Right, because if, if I give them, like if we do the virtual card that she's talking about with the seal, the chapter name, and the email address for the chapter, and on the back, the code that would link them to the um, website, if they go in to fill out information about membership or whatever, however it's, it's hooked up, I don't know what National um, Pro did to the NDR website, they would still be directly connected to the chapter president first not National MID. Yes. Because there's no need for them to come to National MID if they already know who the chapter president is of the chapter that they're trying to connect with because then you would connect them to your membership director in your chapter. So am I making sense? Excuse me? If, I, if, if we were to give somebody a card, and they contacted the address on the card, it would still come directly to you. It wouldn't be a need for them to go to National MID because if I live in Largo and I want to join the beta chapter, why do I need to go talk to National MID first and I'm right here with you? You see what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to alleviate um, people trying to contact you. Oh, gotcha. Thank you. So if we get the virtual business cards done, on the card, would you all want me to leave a line where you could possibly either create a little label to put your name on it or to write in your name so it has a seal, the chapter name, the email address for the chapter? Um, you could write your name in. And on the back, it has the Q code for the website. Because if this is what I want, I'll send it to National Pro and get her to start working on it. No, yes, maybe I don't want it. 
Nobody say anything. Um, this is MP Catherine. Um, they're fine with me, but I mean, most of the time, I just send people to the Facebook and Instagram. I mean, but if it's something that goes across the board, I mean, I will definitely want IOTA to be consistent, but it's not very pressing to me. So nobody's saying anything. Y'all want this or no? This is CM Kim. That sounds like a plan. I can't hear. Who is that? CM Kim. Oh, what'd you say? I was saying that sounds like something that could work and be beneficial. And this is okay. MP Cynthia. Um, I I think the um the virtual business cards would be good. Okay, because on your um your website, you do have your um if they want membership information. Let me go to one of y'all websites. How about I do that? So I don't know what I'm looking at. Because I want to see if um I don't know. Can't go to their website. Visionary, this is Ophelia. Um everything is set um via internet. Um the the web pages, the um, the Facebook pages, so everyone knows how to contact us um, virtually. I'm talking about whenever we are in the community. We have our brochures. Sometimes people ask for business cards because for some reason some people still have business cards. Um, so I was talking about that piece addressing whenever you are in the community, not necessarily um, online. So, I mean, it, it doesn't matter either way. It was just a suggestion um, for whenever we are at community events. Um, and it's not, I don't personally want a, a business card. Couldn't kill it. But um, if if there is something that has maybe the national information on it, just something simple, um, so that those can be handed out instead of um, people trying to contact you because I know what the other business cards had on them. Okay, this is now. This is my question. Um, If you're in a community and they ask for a business card, why do they need to contact nationals? Why wouldn't they have the chapter's information on it? And if they go to the chapter website, they will see or should see national information, and it should connect them to the national website if they need national information. But if you're in the community, there's no need for them to come to me nationally because then you're still sending them back to me. But if I have, if I give you all as a chapter, if I give you all business cards, then it's keeping it on a local level. But if I put national information on the card, it's still coming back to me. 
That's why I'm just trying to figure out what to put on these cards because if I put national information, that's not helping me if this is a way to keep, you know, people from coming straight to me and not to whomever. Now, I do believe, I don't know why as well, I don't know why they would want a business card because I don't know. Um, I didn't think, well... Impro is also working on, which I forgot to announce, she's also working on a flyer of sorts, um, like a postcard type, um, what do you call them things? Yeah, a postcard. So it looks something like a postcard. So we're getting away from the trifold brochure, and it'll be more like a flyer, two-sided, um, with all of our basic, well, a little less information than the brochures had. It'll have a little less. It won't have, you know, an explanation of all the Rosebud stuff. It won't have an explanation of, um, you know, our vision, mission, and purpose. It'll be very limited information, which would cause them to want to go to the websites to look at it for more information. So we are working on that. Now, that will work in lieu of a business card, but again, that would just be a blanket brochure. It wouldn't necessarily be, hey, this chapter, this chapter, this chapter, this chapter. Um, we didn't think about it on that level. We just thought about it to replace the brochures. But if we do business cards, they're going to have your chapter's information. It's not going to say anything about nationals. What I can do is I can give this to Impro, and then we can see how we can tweak it. Um, <clears throat> I think both ideas are good. I think the business card aspect is good. Um, since people are asking, you want to give people what they ask for, and I think the Q code is good because a lot of times people are online nowadays. They're not, you know, reading a piece of paper. They want to see, you know, something some pictures and some color and all that kind of stuff. So um, we'll get this information back to Impro and see what she can do with it. But putting national information on the business card won't help us. It'll continue to have them come back to me. And it still needs to be stressed in the interest meeting who to contact um, and meet and greet who to contact um, instead of I don't know why she would think to come straight to me. That still baffles me. Um, interest meeting and meet and greet are going to be changed up just a little bit now that you um, jogged my memory on that. Um, we want to ensure that women that come in contact with AET are not just coming in contact with AET but that we also give them the opportunity to have an encounter with Jesus as well or, you know, an opportunity to get to know him as well. So um, as informal as your interest meeting may be at times or as informal as a meet and greet is, you still want to offer, you know, um, the plan of salvation to these women. You cannot assume that everybody is saved. 
um, you do want to close out your um, event, you know, asking, you know, if somebody desires to have a closer relationship with him and, you know, if they just want prayer, that's fine too. But we want to be able to make sure we're that vehicle, that we're not just um, outside gathering women together and we're not sure of where their soul, you know, where their soul is going to lie or if God comes back today, where they're going to go. Um, We want to know that, you know, they're saved and they're, you know, believing that God is, that Jesus Christ died on the cross of their sins and not just because they've been good and, you know, because God loves them and that's the reason why they're going to heaven. You'd be surprised at some of the stuff I've heard from women that I really thought knew that the reason why they know they're saved is because Jesus Christ died on the cross for them. That's what I thought they were going to say, and that's not what they said. So um, we want to change up our interest meeting and our um, meet and greets just a little bit. So you'll see that change as well. So if you have one coming up, go ahead and insert it, um, even if you don't see the change in the paperwork. But we would definitely work on the, um, the flyers and stuff so that we can get our information out in the community. And definitely take up the idea that IOTA did. Um, you have an event. It's not just good enough to post it on social media. Email it to different churches. Email it to different groups that you might be in. Um, post it to different groups that you might be in. Um, the library is always a good place to post up the information. So you want to get past just being um, online and make sure the community knows who we are. Does anybody else have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions? A visionary. Okay. Oh, uh, simple question. Um, as as we continue to um, grow and have different national officers, will there be some type of communication protocol sent on when we need to contact them and what their rules are and what's appropriate and in order. What do you mean? I'm sorry. We have so say if you have, we have a vice president. If I have a concern, do I ever go to the vice president? Do I always go to NEA? When do you, who, who do you contact and when? I guess it depends on who your concern is with. Because, um, of course, if you have a concern with the national vice president, um, you would want to talk to her, but you always set up meetings with the national vice president and myself through NEA. It's not that you have to tell her what the issue is, but um, she is the one that kind of, you know, filters to make sure our schedules don't get too packed and all that good stuff. So um, the only national officers that you can't just, go up to and just um, immediately just start talking to about sorority business without having following proper protocol would be myself and the um, incoming national vice president. All other um, national officers at this time, right, their positions are pretty open. So you just email them directly with whatever you need um, or whatever your concern is. I hope I'm answering your question. I think so. I think okay. I think so. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Visionary, this is MP Cynthia. Um, I have a question about um, the executive committee um, committee um, meeting that it, it said that we have to have this meeting within two days prior to the chapter meeting. Um, I wanted to know, was it any way that we could extend that out to at least five days? What that means is, um, let me see if I can make it plain. Um, hmm. I don't think it's written how it's meant. Like, you can't have an executive board meeting the same day that you have a business meeting. That makes sense? Yes, ma'am. So um, at the latest, you can have it within two days before your business meeting. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. So So maybe it's not written the way that it needs to be written. Maybe we need to change the verbiage. Um, You just can't have a, you know, I can't say I want to have my chapter meeting on Saturday and I haven't met with my e-board yet, and I'm going to meet with them on Friday. No, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. And, yeah, can we make sure we change that so it reads the way we meant it? Yes. Good evening. This is MP Tasha. I don't have a question. I just have a comment. Um, Being able to go to UCCFS conference it was an awesome experience. Also, I got firsthand experience of how other members esteem our visionary to the point that I, my, in my personal opinion, more so than we do. Also to the point of when me and NEA was walking visionary to her room, another member of another organization went with us because she wanted to talk to Visionary, I'm assuming confidential. Um, So I just wanted to just reiterate to us as um, chapter leadership to possibly go back to our chapter members if we haven't already done so and just, you know, go over some of the things that S.A. LaQuinla discussed with us during our retreat because we want to make sure that um, we are esteeming our Visionary more highly than other members of other organizations, not because we want to, you know, outdo them, but because it is our duty, our obligation, and because we love her. And we are up close on her more so than they are. So I just want to make sure that we're communicating to our our members the respect and the esteem that our visionary deserve. We are blessed to have her here on earth, uh, even during the, the, the memorial, uh, candle lighting that we did while we were there, one of the organizations actually lost a founder. So I just want to make sure that we just continue to give our visionary her roses while she's still here with us and just, you know, take advantage of, you know, her being with us. Does anybody else have anything? Questions, comments? 
concerns, suggestions. Um, just to piggyback off of what MP Tasha just said, this is probably going to be the last time I mentioned it. Um, it was kind of different to go to, well, I'm from Chicago, I guess I should be used to it by now, but, um, it is still different to go to a UCCFS conference and get more love from, you know, others than you get from your own, but I guess that's Bible, you know, um, it is odd, it's different. But um my husband, you know, is staying in my ear to remind me to appreciate those that are actually doing the work, to um focus on the ones that actually love me back, to focus on the ones that are actually excited about <clears throat> the mission and the purpose that God has, you know, given this organization. So it's it's a daily battle because, you know, the enemy always wants you to see the negative, and that's sometimes what's highlighted. So I have to constantly remind myself, um, and, you know, he's constantly in my ear, my husband that is, constantly in my ear, as well as a, a few of the other followers, constantly in my ear, Reminded me, you know, there are ones that are dedicated. There are ones that are, you know, serious about the work that AUT is set to do. And it's not just um, a social club. It's not just when I feel like it. This is a lifetime commitment. And they, you know, don't plan to go anywhere because I'm used to people saying, I'm here with you, I got you, and then they leave. Um, so I really don't believe that whole I ain't going nowhere thing. It, it kind of, I hear you. But, you know, I'm just kind of watching. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. That's kind of my mindset. Um, But my husband is constantly in my ear reminding me, you know, just love on the ones that's loving on you. You know, appreciate the ones that appreciate you. Not that I don't love the ones that don't show me love, because I do. Um, I still pray for them and their families. I won't stop doing that. If they needed me, I'm going to be there. There's no question about that. Um, But it is hurtful when you go miles away with people that you only see every two years if you've never met them before, because a lot of them I've never met before, and they're sitting there and they're asking me questions. Well, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? And what, you know, how do you do X, Y, and Z? And I'm looking at these people like, y'all got your own members. Why are you sitting here talking to me? Um, but I wouldn't dare push any of them away. I wouldn't dare do that. So um, I appreciate MP Tasha for, you know, her, her kindness, and I appreciate every member that went with me. Um, I did not have to lift a finger. I don't even think, um, I think the heaviest thing I carried all week was my cell phone. Um, I just, I didn't have any a care in the world. They made sure that I was where I was supposed to be when I was supposed to be there, they made sure I took my medicine. They made sure I ate. They made sure I slept. Um, top flight security, NEA, was not about to leave that their girl in my room. And MP Tosh was standing there, too, and I'm looking at them like, I'm okay. Y'all can leave me in the room with her. She she needs to talk. And they're looking like, we think we're going. We ain't going nowhere. I'm like, Jesus, this is awkward. But they held it down. They weren't um, 
letting me out of their sight until I was ready to lock myself in the room, literally. Um, so I appreciate them for that. I do, and I will never forget it. I will never forget the sacrifice that um, Impro made to get there, almost to the point of driving. Um, so stuff like that you just never forget. And I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative of everything that you all do to make the vision, you know, come to pass. I do appreciate you. I appreciate the, you know, the challenging questions that make me think. I appreciate the questions that make me, you know, fall on my knees and pray. So I just appreciate each one of you. But it is it is hurtful to to feel that way and to, you know, get excited to go to concerts because you know you're going to get the love and, you know, it's just weird. It's weird and it's hurtful, but either way, um, thank you, MP Tasha. And I'd be so excited when she's national vice president. So I can, oh, Jesus. <laughs> More hands to the plow. Hallelujah. Anyway, um, thank you all for your time. We're well over our um, meeting time, but I understand that, you know, UCCFS was major, so we need to talk about that. National Rush is major. Impro um, will have a video out and a flyer out tomorrow. So please share it. Please, you know, post it. Please encourage your members to do the same. Um, please make sure you are a, you know, a pure mouthpiece for nationals. Um, nationals is not just visionary. Um, it's more than one of us now. I got backup. So I'm not going to just blame visionary for everything. I got some backup now. Um, just, you know, make sure they know that we love them. We do all of this for them. It's not for us. Um, <clears throat> Make sure they know that just because, you know, they can't come to events, it doesn't mean that they're not loved. If you still desire to be a member, we still desire to love on you. We still desire to, you know, be there for you in the same vein. Even if you decide to disconnect, doesn't mean we can't pray for you from a distance. So um, make sure they know that as well. Keep your eyes and ears open. The women are coming, um, and they're coming in a great number. Um, if there's somebody that's inactive, their desire to be active, and if finances as an issue, encourage them to make payments. <clears throat> it's very important that they make payments. Um, it helps out a lot, and if that's something they need to do every year, then that's a sacrifice that they need to decide to make so that they can be financial because things do come up. I get it. Things come up all the time in my household, especially with moving. It was a lot. So I get it. I do get it. Um, conference, conference was a major sacrifice for everybody that went, um, well over $1,000. So um, I get it. So just let, let them know above anything else that I love them, and that's not going to change regardless of what they decide to do. So if y'all don't have any more questions, comments, concerns, or anything, please keep the line of the communication open. If you have a question, comment, concern, please ask the person before you assume just ask them. Just talk about it. Get past it so we can move forward. The enemy is going to come straight for us because we have this red target on us. Y'all know that. Um, but we just got to be ready for him when he comes. So I love each of you. Does anybody else have anything else? I don't know if National Liaison is on the call or not. Is she on the call in I think she's on the computer. Okay. Um, 
she might need to start calling in because if she has anything, I need to um, make sure she has the opportunity to speak before we close out the, the um, call, too. Um, do you have anything okay. in here? No. no. Oh, yeah. Just check your mailboxes because your um, membership card should be coming if you haven't already gotten them. And that's all I have. Okay. Thank you all. Love you dearly. Um, does anybody feel led to pray us out or wouldn't mind praying us out? Okay, got it. I'll pray. Dear God, we thank you and praise you for this time. We thank you for those that are on this call, oh God. We thank you for everything that was said, oh God. We ask that we will continue to be pleasing to your sight, oh God. We ask that you will continue to use us, mold us, and make us, oh God and to the women that you would have us to be, oh God, not just for Alpha, Eta, Theta, but for our personal lives, oh God. Continue to give us the strength, the courage, and endurance, oh God, to be mouthpieces for you. God, continue to give them not only the desires of their heart, oh God, but make sure every need is met, oh God. Continue to bless their families, oh God, as they are sacrificing time away from them, oh God. God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you bless every soul in this organization, those that are active, those that are inactive, oh God. Continue to keep your hedge of protection around her and her children, her husband, her family, oh God. God, I ask right now that you bless the women that are coming to this organization, oh God. God, we ask for you to send the women that are on fire ready to do your work, oh God. Those that are not playing, those that are serious about their walk in, in you, oh God. Those that are serious about kingdom building, oh God. We ask right now in the name of Jesus where there's a restoration, there's a need for restoration, that there be restoration. Where there's a need for communication, there be communication, oh God. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that we will continue to put on our full armor, that we'll be ready to withstand the wiles of the enemy, O oh God, because we know that he's coming, O oh God. But we are ever so ready, O oh God. Continue to knit us into the family of sisters that we desire to be, O oh God, because we implement true sisterhood into our organization, O oh God. We desire to be who, that, who we said that we are, O oh God. Continue to bless these women throughout their week, O oh God. Continue to cover them and keep them. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Love you all. Good night. Love you. Love you. Good night. night. Love you. Good With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 